Chapter 5. Genariums You said we could choose what we want to be in the next life. Does that cover the whole universal catalogue? Asked Patch. Yep. Careful, though. Your new form will be the very last thought you have before you go through the puddle, to the finest detail. Just make sure you clearly visualize what you want to be. And none of this, I wonder how it'd be to be like that stuff, just as you step through. You'll be doing more than wondering if you get my drift. Replied Lacey. Gotcha. Well, I reckon I'm going to stick with what I know. I'll take another human body if you'll be so kind. Requested Stooge. If I'll be so kind? It's your choice, dude. Okay. Oh, and if you could set the course for Von Divert, why, that would be swell. And I will be having the same, please. Said Patch, stepping forward confidently. There seemed to be a slight atmosphere creeping its way around them all. Something up, Lacey. Man, this is the bit I do not like about this job. Okay, you can't actually go back to Von Divid. Sorry, what? I literally can't put you back there. What? Why not? I want to go home. Oh, I just can't. Hey, what I can do, though, is put you on a groovy little planet called Earth. It's the nearest place inhabited by humans that I can fit you on. They have prawns. I don't want prawns. I want to go home. Lacey, you're not answering the question. Why can't we go back to Von Divers? Maybe it's full. I don't make the rules. I just send you to wherever's available, and Von Divid just don't seem to be a goer at the moment. Oh man, that sucks. Lacey agreed, blowing on her oval nails, which caused the ends of them to smoke and disperse beautifully in the ether around them. Maybe we've been here longer than we think. Yeah, maybe. Space, time, and all that. It's a complicated business. A lot can happen while you're wasting time in the interlife, holding the universe up by trying to decide what you're gonna be next. What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. Nothing at all. Said Lacey, blowing on her nails again and smiling. A few moments of cumbersome silence ensued. Alright, well, I suppose we've got no choice. Let's go and see what's going on with this Earth place then. Phewee! Finally! I'm gonna have to start letting in those prawns. Oh, I can hear them traveling through the north, 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 northwestern magna tunnel. Guys, let's go! Said Lacey, ushering the boys towards the three portals. Now? Yes, now! Um, which one do we go through? Asked Patch. As she shoved the boys towards the portals, Lacey answered his question, explaining the next and most crucial stage of the reincarnation process. The left portal is for traveling. That's you guys. And the right is for reboot. I haven't had time to make up a rhyme to make it easy to remember, I'm afraid. As I did explain, I'm just covering for someone. What's the third one for? Let's just say that's classified. Anyway, you're both going to Earth as humans. Hey! You actually get an extra finger on each hand as well. How cool is that? That is pretty cool, said Patch, studying his three ethereal fingers. Gross, said Stooch. You only get one dick, by the way. Oh man, no backup. 
Half the pressure, though. Patch and Stooch smirked in acceptance. Oh, just one more thing, said Stooch. What? Lacey snapped. We're going to be born near each other, aren't we? No guarantees, I'm afraid. Never say never, though. She paused. I'm jokey-dokes. You're genariums, you parasausages. You'll definitely find each other. A genarium is what people from certain pockets of the universe might call a soulmate. Neither of these brothers previously knew that they had been split from the same podbean of universal energy, billions, possibly trillions of years ago, nor that they had been traveling the universe together ever since their podbean was hatched, probably not a million light years behind the Big Bang, or as it's known to folks in this part of the universe, the splurge. In fact, Hardly any of us are aware that our true genariums thrive within a very manageable distance to us. It was no accident that Stooch and Patch ended up in close vicinity to each other. And trust me, by the end of this story, you'll be glad they did. Genariums, soulmates, or whatever you want to call them, are fascinating natural phenomena. They're not only the very ground roots of the universe but also the power that fuels its constant growth. You would be correct to assume that without genariums, the universe would cave in on itself and probably fizzle out. And no, I am not being melodramatic. A genarium is an extremely important thing to many, if not all, species. Plenty of yings make the mistake of dedicating their lives to seeking out their yangs, presuming that said Yang will turn out to be the elusive lover that will complete them. What they don't realize is that the harder they search, the further they push that Yang away. A genarium represents the very essence of freedom. Wanting or needing to possess them will only succeed in driving them into the distance. If Senian beings would just let go of their relentless searches and stop to enjoy the present, they will find their actual genarium would simply fall into their laps. In most cases, they would come to realize that they were part of their lives all along. Feel free to take heed from this piece of advice, by the way. I knew there was something weird about you, said Stooch. I always liked your smell, Patch replied. You live together, and now you live on together. Now listen... Your conscious thoughts will have the power to attract each other in the next life, but only so long as you think hard enough and really believe you'll see each other again. The last bit's very important, by the way. That's really the secret to making most things happen for you in the universe, although you didn't hear it from me. You just have to hold on to that belief. Whatever people wish to manifest is always going to happen. The secret is that it's going to happen at the perfect time, which could be minutes away or it could be years, but it will happen. Sometimes people just give up, and that's why their dreams crumble and they lose hope. That all leads to despair, which leads to a whole load of other bad stuff, and nobody wants that. Just, uh, keep the faith, said Lacey, reassuringly. Can Patch and I have a moment? asked Stooge. He leaned in towards Lacey and whispered, Thinking hard enough, 
or, well, just thinking if I'm honest, was never really a thing for Patch. So I just want to say goodbye now. You know, just in case. I'm sure you understand. Oh, for... Okay, okay. Quickly, quickly then. Said Lacey, urgently, hopping up and down and wrapping her wispy legs into a neat spiral. Stooch turned to Patch. I guess this is it, my man. Gonna say goodbye now. Just in case. Man, I hope we somehow meet again in this next life. You're not only my brother, but you're my best friend. Well, you're my genarium, so it seems. And I, I'm gonna miss you. Mind you, we're pretty resourceful fellas, so I'm sure we'll be able to find each other again, right? Damn right. So where are we off to again? I wasn't really listening. Stooch smiled warmly. Patch went in to hug his genarium, forgetting about their etherealness. His arms sliced straight through Stooch, and he ended up hugging himself like a hapless cartoon villain. Stooch was the first to make his way towards the portals. He gave himself a moment. Throughout his life on Von Divid, he never felt like he'd fulfilled his true purpose in life. I mean, sure, he was born into royalty, but there was nothing to actually do on Von Divid. There were no real problems to solve, no fires to put out, nothing. Deep down, he'd always had a feeling that he was born to do something big, but nothing ever seemed to happen in his lifetime. Maybe now it was time. Who knew what adventures would be awaiting him through that portal? Maybe he'd be able to help his new planet with the knowledge that he was about to take with him. Okay. Left portal, yeah? Said Stooge. Right. Confirmed Patch. Stooge approached the portal. Lacey gritted a fake smile whilst tapping at a non-existent watch on her slim wrist, then jolted as she remembered a small detail. Ooh, just one little thing. Try not to blab about all this to anyone in your next life. Nothing worse than a race of mildly progressive beings finding out there's no such thing as death, devaluing their lives and running amok. I mean, if you must have a release, make sure you tell someone you really trust, or at least to someone without opposable thumbs that can't do any real damage. Yarp? Yup, replied Stooch. Lacey raised one of her fluffed eyebrows. Stooch smiled, turned to Patch, and offered him a salute as well. But he had his back turned. Oh, I can't watch. Why not? I'm not dying, I'm being born. I still can't watch. <sighs> See you, brother, said Stooch, pivoting around. He took a deep breath and a step forward. Then... With a flash of bright light, he was sucked through the portal. Wow, what a moment. Sorry, I just couldn't watch. Well, I guess it's my turn, said Patch. With a click of her fingers, Lacey urged him through. Left for the travelling whatnot, right? Right! Okay, okay. Well, uh, yeah, it was really uh, nice to meet you. Uh, I think in uh, um, February in my neck of the woods on that earth. When I'm back here next, maybe we could go for a coffee? Do you drink coffee? Probably not. Guessing the beard. See you again. All right, all right. I see. Time's pressing. Anyway, just um, look me up. All right. See you later. Bye. The crackle of a few hundred thousand Norwegian prawns started to echo around the grand lobby of Sector SCFE and the rest. And with that, Patch jumped through the portal 
Within less than a zeptosecond, another possible legend was about to be born again. <laughs> 